This is Kevin Burke from the Thumbs in Pockets chapter of the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club saying thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry. In this episode, we're going to see a lot of Andy and Gomer. It's called Andy Saves Gomer. It was episode 119, aired on March 16th, 1964, was written by Harvey Bullock and directed by Jeffrey Hayden. As this scene opens up, we see Andy and Floyd uh, sitting in the courthouse, and Opie comes in with a letter from Barney. A couple of things here. Uh, This is the first episode that Floyd appears in after he had his stroke, and that's going to relate to our trivia question at the end of the uh, episode here. But again, it shows the nature of the people working on the Andy Griffith Show. They wanted to bring Floyd back, and uh, everybody was so appreciative to have him there, and so was Floyd, and so was Floyd's wife. I should say Howard McNear's wife. But anyway, back to the episode. Opie comes in. He has a letter from Barney, and again, this is something that the Andy Griffith Show did on several occasions, where have a letter from Barney. It sort of keeps Barney in the episode, although he doesn't make an appearance. And again, with Sarah and other characters we never see, the way they're talked about or brought into the episodes is sort of a funny thing that the Andy Griffith Show does to make us at least sense other characters. Well, Barney is, of course, checked into the Wyatt Raleigh. He's visiting his cousin Virgil, and the letter basically talks about a lot of things that he's doing while he's in Raleigh. Uh, one of the things that sticks out to me is that he's playing skee-ball, which is a game that I still enjoy playing when I head down to Myrtle Beach. But uh, Barney's playing a lot of skee-ball. So again, basically this first scene is dealing with uh, some of the uh, things Barney talks about in the letter while Opie's standing there, and they say some things they don't want Opie to hear, and so Floyd and Andy cover pretty well on that. And the next scene, we see Andy driving to Wally's service station. If you notice the sign on the service station, it just says Wally's service. It doesn't have the word station there. Just something I thought you might want to take a look at. He walks in, he finds Gomer asleep in a chair, and there's a fire in a can, and there's smoke coming from it. And so Andy awakes Gomer up, and they realize that Wally had thrown a cigar into the can with a, it's full of oily rags. And you wonder where Wally was. Wally must have taken off for somewhere to go somewhere and so Andy uh, basically gets some water puts it out Gomer's running around sort of reminds you of Barney as he's what he's doing in this area where Barney gets really uh, hyperactive in certain scenes when he gets excited well Gomer's basically doing the same thing and uh, one of the things that I get tickled at in this uh, particular part of the episode is that when Gomer is saying there's a fire he says a far and I've heard some of my uh, family members, like for tires, they'll say, buy some tars for the car. And I just chuckle at that. But instead of saying a fire, he says a far. So anyway, after they get the fire put out, Andy gives uh, the uh, Barney's letter to Gomer and tells him he might enjoy it. But as he's starting to leave, here we start to see the beginning of Gomer is going to follow Andy wherever he goes. And he starts to get shower Andy with all kinds of uh, gifts you might buy at an auto parts store for saving his life. So the next thing we see, uh, we're in the Taylor kitchen. And by the way, I just want to mention that uh, during this uh, episode or at this scene in this episode, we see uh, um, when this was actually aired back in 1964, there was a commercial done for Post Toasties with Opie Andy and uh, Aunt B in, in the commercial. So it was done out of this scene. So I thought you might find that interesting. So... Back to the episode, uh, they're about to have breakfast, and Gomer comes barging in with a, a, a sack full of, or really it's not a sack, but a string full of fish. I'll call it a pack of fish. 
and um, and and you know just sticks it right in Andy's face. <laughs> Andy's reaction right there is priceless. And one of the things I want you to notice about the episode here is Gomer tells Opie and Aunt B for the first time how Andy had saved his life. Andy hadn't even bothered to tell him about the episode. It's how little it was in Andy's mind about putting the fire out. But also shows you that Andy doesn't brag about doing what he considered just his duty and what anybody else would do. Well, of course, Gomer goes into his tale and he tells the exaggerated tale of the roaring blaze, which we actually don't even see anything but smoke in, in the episode. And then uh, Gomer starts to list a long list of tasks he's going to do and has already done uh, for the Taylor family because of them, uh, Andy saving his life. And so the next scene, we see Gomer coming into the courthouse, and he's got Andy's slippers because he's saying it looks like rain. Again, this is a short little scene, but it shows how Gomer is going to go to all extremes to think and take care of Andy. Uh, and then the next scene, we see Gomer outside the courthouse washing the windows. And I, this is just so funny. And again, another bit of terminology here. Gomer says he's going to wash the windows, not the windows, but the windows. And uh, so again, he's doing that for Andy uh, and said that they really shouldn't uh, have the sheriff that, and the man that saved his life shouldn't have dirty windows. And again, when Gomer starts, uh, people start coming up to the courthouse and Gomer starts telling the story of Andy fighting through the roaring blaze. And, and I love the way Gomer says, I was a goner. <laughs> so again, uh, tells the story over and over again. Then in the next scene, uh, Andy drives home, and he looks on the front porch, and he sees an enormous amount of firewood. Of course, Gomer's out there uh, cutting even more. They go in the house, and they see it stacked by the fireplace to the ceiling. And uh, Andy makes a statement that he's got enough firewood for seven winters. And uh, so finally he gets Gomer to leave the house. And, and a little bit later on this scene, Andy calls Gomer the shadow. <laughs> Again, oh Andy, uh, you've got to really pay attention to Andy this episode. Uh, remember, he he when he first started the Andy Griffith show after the first episode when Don Knotts appeared, he decided he'd be the straight man. Well, Andy's a great straight man in this episode, the way he handles everything. So the, in the next scene, we're back in the Taylor kitchen, and uh, we see Opie has roller skates on his shoulder, and he wants to go roller skating. And here's the uh, father-son interaction where Andy's basically telling Opie that he needs to go do his uh, chores first, which is to cut the grass. And as, uh, you know, and Opie protests a little bit because his friend has a new uh, cement driveway and they, with no cracks, so they want to go roller skating on that. But Andy tells him you can do that after you get your chores done. And as soon as Opie goes out the door, Gomer's already cutting the grass. And so, again, Gomer's going to do many more things for the, the Taylor family. So in the next scene, we see Andy at the courthouse, and Opie comes in, and he's complaining about Gomer being there, following him everywhere, picking him up when he falls, handing him his handkerchief, doing all these things in front of his friends, and it's sort of embarrassing to young Opie. And so uh, they see Gomer coming, so Opie goes and hides under the courthouse desk. And notice how Andy does his best not to tell a fib in this particular part of the episode. But he comes in looking for Opie, and just to get rid of him, Andy tells him that Aunt B's baking a pie. And then as Gomer runs out the door, Andy realizes that he's uh, created a headache for Aunt B. And so the next scene, uh, we see that uh, Gomer is in the kitchen and just making a mess with eggs and and the baking material that they're doing for the cake, and you know, and Aunt B's really had enough of it as well. Uh, and then this next scene <laughs> really gets to me. They, they they go back to the jail, and what you see is Andy, Opie, and Aunt B in a jail cell with a blanket pinned up <laughs> to the bars because they're hiding from Gomer. And the whole idea is they want to have a quiet meal without Gomer finding out where they are and barging in. 
And so during this scene, it's where Andy gets the idea to finally uh, realizing that Gomer's never going to let this go. And so he has to come up with a way for Gomer to save his life. And so what he does is he creates a, a gas leak. And uh, what he wants to happen is for Gomer to come in and find him in the floor and save his life and everything's over. So he sets everything up. Uh, uh, but Opie comes in and I love the part where Andy's asleep on the floor and he looks. He thinks it's Gomer, but he looks at him and sees it's Opie and he starts doing push-ups and is talking about how he has to do 15 push-ups every day to stay in shape. And so he goes out and helps uh, Opie get his skate, which is stuck. And of course, while uh, Andy and Opie are outside, Gomer walks in and he succumbs to the gas smell. So uh, Andy rushes back in, turns off the gas, and realizes at that moment that he's just saved Gomer's life again. So as Gomer's coming to, Andy uh, pretends that he's been passed out and wakes up and tells Gomer, who's still dazed, that Gomer just saved Andy's life. And so Gomer starts to believe it a little bit, and and finally uh, he tells Gomer that, that they are even, they've saved each other's life, and Andy says they're finally square. And so... Aunt B comes in near the end of this particular uh, scene, and and Andy starts to tell an exaggerated stomer, uh, story of Gomer saving his life, which uh, similar to how uh, Gomer was uh, uh, telling the story about Andy saving his life. So finally, we get to the final scene, and we're back, in, and Aunt B and Andy are in the kitchen drinking coffee. See some toast on the table, and lo and behold, Gomer shows up again. And although he says that they are now square. He realizes after the latest incident that Andy is accident-prone, which I think this is great coming from the number one accident-prone person on the Andy Griffith Show, and decides that he has to really stay and help Andy so Andy doesn't get hurt. So again, they're back to the the same conditions they were before. It looks like Gomer's going to be hanging around, and that's how the episode ends. Again, another strong episode. It shows the character of Gomer and how exaggerated uh, and in some sense obsessive with making sure that he pays back uh, Andy for everything that he's done for him. Now, I mentioned earlier in this podcast that there was going to be a trivia question. The trivia question relates to Howard McNair and his return to the Andy Griffith Show playing the role of Floyd. I mentioned that this was uh, Floyd's first episode since having his stroke. He missed numerous episodes because of this uh, physical ailment. My trivia question is, can you give me the title of the episode that Floyd last appeared in before appearing in this episode entitled Andy Saves Gomer? In other words, what was the previous episode that Floyd the Barber appeared in, played by Howard McNair, uh, before he reappeared on the Andy Saves Gomer episode. If you think you know the answer to this trivia question, you can email me at burke at imayberry.com. That's the letter I, mayberry.com. And I'll let you know whether you got the answer right or wrong. Or you can go to my website, Burke on Mayberry, and go to the episodes and trivia section of the website. And you'll go down and you'll see the episode, Andy Saved Gomer, Saves Gomer, and you'll look in the parentheses, and I'll have the answer posted there for you. So I hope you'll give it a shot. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and as they would say in Mayberry, I really appreciate you listening, and my best to you and yours. And thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry. <laughs>